0: And welcome to Backing Paper, episode 54, take two. Uh, this time, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that my recording device is actually recording. Woo-hoo. With me this week on this super not-quite-Christmas-but-we're-getting-festive special is, and I said this last time around, and I'm going to say it again because it's true, the sparkly Christmas angel that is Rachel. Rachel, <laughs> it's so nice to have you back.
1: Oh, it's lovely to be here, and uh, yeah, missed you guys um I, i'm sorry that i missed you obviously over the weekend as well because it sounds like you've been up to all sorts of lovely stuff with lots of um our uh, lovely listeners as well so um we'll get on to have a little chat about that i'm sure um yeah i've been uh i've been a bit tired over the over the weekend and last couple of weeks it's been it's been pretty full-on with work and things but um busy doing lots of workshops and make affairs and all sorts of things so nice nice festive stuff it's just uh, there's been a lot going on so I'm sorry that I haven't been around as much as I would have liked recently but um, I'm here now
0: That's all that matters to me. As long as you're here with I'm here, that's all (laughs) I care about. Um, I know you're saying you've been doing a lot. You're doing a lot of workshops. You've got more stuff coming up, and you've been doing make affairs. Mm. Um, I know we mentioned it on Sunday 16 last week, but you've got a make affair coming up in Liverpool, haven't you? And people may want to come and see you and buy some of your fantastic analog adventure kit. So whereabouts are you, and when? And whenabouts are you?
1: (laughs) Whenabouts? Yeah, that's going to be uh, next Sunday, which is the 15th of December. Uh, can you believe her? Um, and that's going to be at the Bombed Out Church in Liverpool. Um, that's on Berry Street. So, um, yeah, hopefully see people there. I'm going to also have, along with my kits and my sun print cards, I'm going to, um, I've decided I'm going to take along some of my prints, framed up prints as well. So um, my set of three um, that I did of uh, sort of like Liverpool skylines, I thought I'll take those along um, too. So, uh, yeah, it'd be really nice to see anybody um, who's around there on the 15th
0: yeah awesome stuff go and say hello to rachel and if it's cold Mm -hmm. you make sure to i don't know what what should people bring (laughs) you if it's cold a cup of tea (laughs) that was a stupid question the answer was of course a cup of tea of course it is Mm -hmm. um as you mentioned i had a fun and busy weekend um yes went up on Friday night to meet up uh, with John Whitmore from the Dark Shed uh, and meet Ooh. his lovely new baby, uh, Harriet uh, four weeks old, um, John and Anne-Marie have got, I've got that super special slightly blasted um, new parent look going on which was fantastic <laughs> but um, uh, Harriet's gorgeous and they're all doing fantastic well so it was really lovely to meet Harriet um, but that was a happy byproduct of me staying with John um, we went, uh, picked up Dave Allen from um, the airport because on Saturday today we had the screening of one shot inch down or tanky muck one shot as it's better known to it'll always listeners. be known
1: as that to me <laughs> it,
0: yeah exactly um but before we got, before there was the screening, uh, Hamish had organised a um, photo walk around Worcester, uh, and it was fantastic, really well attended, um, lots of very familiar faces, uh, and also people I never met before, including somebody who it turns out lives about four miles down the road from me. So that's great. <laughs> I, I have a new local new photo film friend. friend. Out. Yeah, yeah, new
1: film yeah. Yeah, exactly. Friend. Excellent.
0: It's wonderful. So uh, Stephen, who it is, I'm hoping to catch up with in the not too distant future. Go out and take some pictures. Um, Um, But yeah, it was really great. Uh, The photo walk was just great fun. The weather was nice. Didn't rain. Sunshine wasn't even windy. What's going on? Gosh,
1: I have no idea where (laughs) where did this wonderful weather come from. Goodness me.
0: Uh, I'm very um, pleased
1: to hear it. Sounds fab. (laughs)
0: sunshines on the righteous um and <laughs> um yeah i said lots of lots of our friends there paul mackay john obviously hamish um aid was there um by the end of the evening aid was quite well into his whiskeys i think so he was having a good Ooh. time um duncan gammon so many people um i'm not going to try and remember them all now but the good news is uh, that you will hear mm-hmm. uh a lot of them on this week's sunny 16 podcast because we did record uh, a few bits and pieces whilst we're there, chatted with people as I could before they could escape. A few people managed to escape before I could really nail them down. Jeremy North was there. He <laughs> he managed to leg it out the door and I could only get the briefest of comments from him, although that does obviously limit the time for him to cause trouble. So perhaps not the worst thing. <laughs> uh, you know I love you, Jeremy. Um so that will be the Sunny Sixteen podcast this week will be that uh our report from there. But it was great fun, really great time. Uh, the only there were two things that marred it, and that was the absence of two people who should have been there. One was, of course, you, Rach. Um, oh. It was a real shame you weren't there because you were obviously mm. too busy at the moment. The other person who couldn't be there, who absolutely should have been there, was Simon Riddell, the other Danger Boy, along with no. David Allen. Um,
1: you, you couldn't make it. Oh. No,
0: sadly, he's also tied up with work, which is a real shame yeah. because it would have been lovely to see Sam. But it was great to get to see the film and um, yes. and celebrate their achievement. Uh, and it was absolutely. just wonderful. And
1: what an achievement as well. Fantastic work, guys.
0: And Rachel features in the film, so that made up for a little bit, a tiny, <laughs> tiny bit. Just um, anyway, like having a
1: cardboard cut out of me there. It was like, <laughs> but it was a talking
0: cardboard, a talking animated cardboard cut. So that was very good. We liked that a lot. Um, we have got some cracking emails to get through this week, so I think we should dive right into this before I mess up the recording again. Okay. Yes, um, so uh, I'll take this first one from Andrew. Um, it is our good friend, Andrew Bartram, I should add. Not just a, not any old Andrew, but the Andrew Bartram. The Andrew Bartram of the Lensless podcast and the Large Film Photography podcast, of which he is a co-host. Large format. Large... What did I say?
1: Large film. It is, it is large
0: film. It's the Large <laughs> Film Podcast Photography Format Show.
1: Okay. Google that. Okay. <laughs>
0: It'll be fine. Uh, Andrew writes in on the subject of a picture of Rachel. Dear Sunbeams, It's been a while since I have sent you an email, but I was prompted to write after listening to the show where Rachel undertook her self-portrait assignment. What a thoughtful and thought-provoking podcast with great insights into approaching this sometimes difficult subject. So thank you, Rachel. I'm a bit behind with all my podcast listening, as the choice of film-related podcasts have exploded over recent years. Um, this, this is made manifest by the fact that Andrew has exploded two of them himself, um, along with Corey and Simon. Um, can I also say how much I enjoy backing paper when Eric is on the show? Uh, again, we love having Eric on the show, but he's also exploded his own podcast. <laughs> so, um, hope to catch up with you all at the photography show. Regards from Andrew. Thank you very oh. much, Andrew. That's, yeah, that's very nice, isn't it, Rach?
1: It's lovely, and yeah, it feels like it feels like a long time ago since we did the self-portrait assignment, doesn't it? Um, mm. It was back in the summer, but it's um, yeah. It, well, it's I'm really I'm really pleased to hear that you got something um, you know sort of thought-provoking, as you say, from it, and um, hopefully it you know I mean it was I found it very challenging, obviously, as I talked about at the time, but. Um, it was something that I wouldn't have done without Sony 16 and without being part of this community and being basically forced into doing these <laughs> things <laughs> um in the nicest possible way. But you know, it is it's it's good to push ourselves and to try something that's out of the comfort zone or all the rest of it and um and it's led on to other things, you know, that um which has been wonderful. So I'm really pleased that we did that. And and, you know, the the whole idea about the assignments is that they don't necessarily, they're not like dated and things, you know, you can dip back in as and when you'd like to, you know, go back to various different assignments and, and, and try them for yourself at whatever time in the future. So, um, yeah, it's all good. And thank you very much for writing in, Andrew. It's been a while since I've seen you. And uh, hopefully, as you say, we will catch up at the photography show, if not before.
0: Yeah, Andrew's been working on his own self-portrait series lately Mm -hmm. um, as part of his wind-down working for a job that he's been in for a very long time and um, his job has involved lots of travel and lots of spending time away from home and far-flung places in uh, very similar looking hotel rooms so Andrew's been doing this yeah. um, project where he's um, using a pinhole camera to photograph himself within these rooms uh, but he's sort of sitting in one location for an amount of time and then moving whilst the exposure is still going on so you've got these double exposures of himself within the room and I think it's is it called um, Hotel Ghosts I think is his project um, sounds some,
1: really fascinating
0: yeah. yeah I've seen some great pictures from that um, do check out both the lensless podcast which Andrew does with Corey Cannon and the large what did I say it was large let's call it the large format photography podcast um that's for, that's correct that's did, right, yes. it let's well go done. with that yeah. <laughs> um uh which he does with Simon Forster um they've both had some great guests on recently um uh the lfpp the large format photography podcast the most recent episode that they had um john boyce who is uh, i think the current owner runner of devere who create the enlarges mm-hmm. um before that they had brendan barry who makes there's a skyscraper camera and all sorts of stuff and before that one of my favorite recent ones just because i loved how it made simon feel um was when they had alice tomlinson on now alice tomlinson is a a large format photographer you'll be unsurprised to hear she's also the 2018 sony photographer of the year so a very talented photographer clearly and um Simon, Simon Forster, who I'm sure most people know, is the, also the co-host of the Classic Lenses podcast and yeah, is obviously very passionate about lenses, knows an awful lot about lenses. So understandably, he's going to ask Alice about mm. what lens she uses on her camera, to which her response was pretty much, I neither know nor care, <laughs> which I think is pretty magical. Um, as it doesn't to seem to have heart, held I her think. back. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't seem to hold either of you back, does it, Reg? <laughs>
1: Uh, it's just uh, yeah when they had asked me originally to to go on the podcast i thought i have i have no way of being able to offer anything insightful <laughs> in, on this podcast so i'm um, i'm really pleased to hear that obviously um uh alice has um has come on and and uh and sorted that out <laughs> um but yeah it does sound like we have a, a similar approach perhaps maybe
0: yeah uh And Lenz's podcast have recently had people like Kai Lewis on, who we had back in the Mm -hmm. summer. Joe Baker, um, Evil Chutney, who is currently organising the Pinhole Exhibition. Uh, And I think the most recent episode, um, they had uh, Ed Conde and um, Dennis Stein on, who were the winners of the Pinhole category of uh, the Holger Week. So, yeah, uh, yeah. congratulations to those guys, and um, fantastic. So, yeah, check out both of those shows, two very good shows. Okay, now, Rach... You get to have a second run at this uh, with no flub in it. So, <laughs> so make the most of it.
1: Okay. Um, so the next email is from Mark Schulderman. There we go. Um, Mark has written in, say, hi, some memes. I recently made a trip from Amsterdam to Cyprus and was apprehensive about taking film with me since Skiffle, which is Amsterdam's airport, was one of the places where the new 3D scanners were being used. My fears allayed by AIDS comments about Skiffle, I did decide to take some rolls with me in a transparent Ziploc bag and try my look. It was surprisingly painless. A security staff member noticed me reaching for the Ziploc with film and tried to help inform me that digging around in your luggage was a thing of the past with the new scanners. I kindly explained that I knew this, but that I was travelling with photographic film and asked if they would mind hand-checking it instead of putting it through the scanner. The response was a simple, naturally... No further questions asked. The bag of film was passed on to another staff member at the other end of the security barrier. Everybody in the st- in the security staff that I interacted with seemed aware that there are items that cannot pass through the scanner. In fact, it was the quickest and easiest security check that I've encountered at an airport thus far. So there is hope yet. All the best from Mark. And I think Mark is actually a first time emailer to the show. Yeah, possibly. he is a first time mm-hmm. and
0: we love our first time emailers. We absolutely do. We and, sure do. Thank
1: and you. And
0: great Mark. news. I feel like yeah. we ought to and by we I mean somebody else that isn't me. Um <laughs> or indeed us. <laughs> She's like we should, there should be a website with just like a map on it that um, we can highlight which airports have been identified as good airports for this kind of thing. Clearly <laughs> Skiffle is. And which airports are not so good. Like, let's say, for example, Heathrow, which doesn't seem to be coming up <laughs> roses so far. Oh, um, dear. So we can So when we're planning our worldwide travels, we can kind of bounce through all the good ones and avoid all the bad ones.
1: Hmm. or buy film when you're there i guess (laughs)
0: well yeah that's certainly true but you know you can never be certain you're gonna get stuff easily if you're not going to somewhere that's absolutely i mean we're blessed in this country with pretty good places to get hold of stuff but you know not not always quickly
1: no um so thank you anyway mark for writing in to let us know about your experience there that's really useful do you want to take the next one graham
0: Yeah, this next one is from another new emailer. This is fantastic, too, on the balance. James Mitchell-White writes in to say, Hi, Sunnies. I had planned to wait until I'd listened to all the episodes until I got in touch (laughs) to say thank you for a great podcast. But a particular monstrosity on eBay has meant I must speak out. (laughs) I know you hate camera lamps, but how about this? And there's an eBay link in here. I don't know whether you've looked at it yet. I
1: haven't yet. Hold on. I'm going to check now.
0: That is a a a camera Bluetooth speaker. Thanks for the 146 great episodes. I hope the rest hold up. (laughs) I admire (gasps) the appropriate level of confidence. Cheers from James. Okay, Rach, instant take on
1: this. (laughs) That's about it, I think. Oh, my God. Right, there's, there's like not really any information. It just says vintage camera Fujika. Bluetooth speaker. Old camera body converted to a Bluetooth speaker. Looks great, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> any questions? Pl- any questions, please feel free to ask. That's it. That is all the information. Apparently the listing has ended. There we go. Yeah. Wow.
0: Very sad. Very, very sad. South Yorkshire.
1: Um, oh dear.
0: <laughs> I don't think we can hold all the South Yorkshire responsible for this. No, no, so no. You- sorry, that did sound like I meant South Yorkshire was
1: <laughs> responsible, but I was just still reading the advert. That was all. I was trying to figure out what it was. What um, on earth?
0: Okay, do you want to describe what this is?
1: I have no idea what this is. It's basically just an SLR camera that they've done something to, I guess. That's, yeah, that's I mean, I, when,
0: I, I think uh, I think there's been some bold co- bold terms used, particularly the term converted. So what we have here <laughs> is a Fujika um ST701, so quite a nice, I mean, everybody knows, I like my Fujika um, SLRs, and the 701, you know, it it wasn't even the entry-level model, Um, so a very nice 70s SLR, with a small, round, let's say roughly lens-sized Bluetooth speaker, just glued on the front of it. Oh my gosh,
1: I can see it now, sorry, I hadn't clicked on the original listing, so all I could see was this tiny, tiny little thumbnail. What on earth? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is, is just crazy. that.
0: it's the, the conversion is literally just a roughly lens-sized Bluetooth speaker glued onto the front of a Fujiko. Um, uh, In uh, I'm neon sure blue. The, with the, I'm sure the sound quality is spectacular because it looks mm. like a great speaker. Um, you know what? I'm going to take, let's take best case scenario here. Let's assume that that Fujiko was dead. Um, yeah uh, you know these things happen it's a 70s camera um and assuming that it was dead and I had a quick click around and the seller was selling other photographic stuff so let's assume that it was dead and he's went well what else can I do with this I mean I've seen worse things obviously (laughs) if the Fujika wasn't dead when this crime was committed then it's appalling um although you know, I suspect that if you if you got the because I don't think for one second that anything has been done to the internals of that camera. I think it has just been glued on the front. Um, so if you sort of bought it, cranked the shutter and heard it, the mirror slapping away behind it, you could just chisel that speaker off the front of it. I mean, I think it sold for £15, so maybe yeah. the lucky buyer got a rubbish Bluetooth speaker and a working Fujika ST701. So, you know, might have been a winner.
1: You never know. You might never have been. Know. But let's not start this
0: as a trend, please. I don't want to see any more no, of these. No, that's that's awful. It's no a shameful crime. Um, oh, I like okay. that, um
1: James finishes off with Thanks for hundred and forty six great episodes. I hope the rest hold up.
0: <laughs> well g- get to back do. to us when you catch up to whatever we're up to now, James. And le- yeah. let us know your feelings on this matter. <laughs> do you want um, to take the next one, Rachel, from our good friend J M Golding?
1: Absolutely. So Jem has written in to say, Hi Sunbeams, I've finally developed the last of my day-into-night pictures. I tried a couple of different approaches. Since I'm not a camera builder, I used my Holger again.
0: (laughs) Go with what works.
1: Absolutely. And it's amazing the stuff that she makes with her Holger. Um, In this first one, my thought was to make the image on a single frame of film. So I made a triple exposure. The first when the sun was about to come over the hill. The second as it was coming over the hill and the third when it had come up over the top of the hill. I also noticed that at one spot in the hills it was actually night and day at the same time. As you can see the sun is coming over the hills on the left hand side of this next image where it's still more or less night and it's illuminating the other side of the valley where it's definitely daylight. Not only is my Holgerama not perfectly aligned but also photoshop elephants Didn't do the best job of lining up the two sides of the image, which was too big to scan all at once. By the time you get this, it will be be 127 day in the UK. So happy 127 day. Mm. (laughs) Thanks for all you do from JM. These are really cool. Um, Black and white images. um, And as uh, she's mentioned, shot on the Holger. um, I think... Yeah, I mean, you can really see the progress in that second one, can't you, of the time passing day into night or night into day, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, the sun and, rising behind the hill.
1: Yeah, just fabulous. And, um, yeah, I think interesting take to have it in black and white. Obviously, I know that um, – did we all shoot uh, – no, you and I both shot, shot in black and white, didn't we? But Aid <laughs> yeah. did his, obviously, in his, on his colour in stacks. But um, yeah, I just really love this, and the triple exposures work beautifully well. It's something quite sci-fi about that, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, and the panoramas work nice as well, as she as said, particularly yeah. the, the far end where the light really comes through and that transition really yeah. shows. So, um, great stuff. And yes, Saturday was the th- it's three one two seven days we get in a year. Is that right, Rach? I believe so. That's yeah. Correct. There's one in the one in January, one yes. in December, and one in july yes he says that's right. with a great air of confidence yes. um i didn't have my 127 camera with me i forgot but fortunately flying the flag neil piper from the certain whitewash podcast was in worcester it was his birthday <laughs> and so he was celebrating yes. his birthday in a way that we all should by shooting some 127 film with his 127 Yay. brownie good work that's Neil!
1: brilliant work yes he's he was waving the flag for us Excellent
0: okay we have got oh, we got uh, one last email in here and this is from another new emailer uh, from Brilliant. John just John um, uh, but we will take just John uh, John writes in hello Sunnies I'm new to the podcast and loving it thanks to Kimmy Chem 2 for tweeting about the show and good general photo Twitter vibes yeah Kimmy Chem <laughs> 2 is lovely I follow her on yeah. Twitter and it's, she's a delight I've been intrigued by the camera dactyl as an inexpensive way to travel and experiment with 120. But I was wondering if you friendly folks knew of a similar project that uses 4x5 lenses and not Mamiya Press. I'd love to get into a camera like this and ready and already have a couple of 4x5 lenses sitting around. Any suggestions? Thanks for all you do from John. So I'm mm. assuming that John's talking about the... Um, Current upcoming project that Ethan is working on oh, to build the I camera. Don't know
1: that... Much about it, sorry, go on.
0: No, so essentially, the, the camera is one that uses Mamiya Press lenses, um, and a 120 rollback, and it's a very straightforward camera. Um, and there, you know, there have been a few other people who have made similar well, I say a few, probably very few other people, but um, oh. The lady's name has completely escaped my head now and will not come back, I am sure. I'm um, Dora Goodman. Oh, my goodness, Braid, it came right back. Do you see that, Rach? Do you see my brain? Something I did, I did. In. I'm
1: so impressed. Well done. <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. um, Dora Goodman
1: <laughs> Very good. Molly. Very good, Graham. Well <laughs> <Hold> done.
0: <laughs> I get a treat now. Um, yeah. yeah, Dora Gooden has also made a beautiful camera um, which uses a Mamiya Press lenses and 120-backs. Um, mm. So um, so there are options with that. Um, I don't know off the top of my head mm. of a camera body that is built to take 4x5 lenses with a 120-back in the same way that this is, as a, sort of a very purpose-built thing. Um, obviously, there are cameras that you can put... Um, 120 backs onto and so you you could i suppose get something like the um camera dactyl og which uh ethan makes um and he builds those specifically to fit the lens that you have because obviously it needs Mm -hmm. to be at the right focal length and he puts in a um I can't remember what the name of the twisty thing is, and that won't come back to me. Um, everybody is yelling at me, but I don't care. Um, so you could use that, and um, uh, oh, I was going to say, and then use a 4x5 um, uh, a, a roll film back but i'm not sure hmm. whether that would work on the og i don't know whether you could switch out See, the og backs- the,
1: the handheld one
0: yes it is yes yeah. um, uh, so um john whitmore's been borrowing one that got sent to hamish and Ooh, um, nice. he's been mucking around he'd stuck two flashes on the top of it and was mucking around was <laughs> shooting um, color paper negatives in there wow and then um and then doing some fun stuff with developing to get co- color paper positives. so um he's been experimenting Gosh. with that so yeah i'm not so sure maybe
1: speak to john other john john get in touch with john whitmore <laughs> um and possibly uh, the chaps at the large format photography podcast because i'm sure we'll have we'll have some thoughts on it as well i guess um probably some of our other listeners as well yeah, um, might be able to write in and let us know their thoughts on it. So, um, just remind us what is it that John's asking for again?
0: So he's asking for something which, like the cameras, like the new camera on Ethan's making, which uses a Mamiya press lens and a one twenty back to make a sort of fairly compact. Uh, actually, the one that um, Ethan's playing with the Mamiya press lens is also, I think, that's his panor- uh, quite wide one. Um, mm-hmm. I think I, I get a bit, <laughs> oh yes, a little yeah. bit I think <laughs> confused. He with did oh, say that. Yeah. Um, well, actually, no, maybe it's the homunculus. God, Ethan's got so many things. But anyway, um, <laughs> what John is looking for is a camera, a compact camera body that uses um, large format lenses and then shoots onto 120 roll film. So I said something like...
1: he already has. He already has lenses.
0: So yeah, lenses, something right. of a similar nature to the camera dactyl OG that you can stick a... 120 roll film back on, so you could use like one that I know you can get back so you can put on the back of 4x5 cameras, but whether it will fit on the back of the OG, I don't know. So I'll try and find mm. out for you, John, and uh, get back to you on that. Good question! Good question because there are a lot more large format lenses kicking around than there are Mamiya press lenses, so I can see why that would be of mm. interest.
1: Oh. Ah, there we, go.
0: <laughs> we got through without well messing up second time around, yay. <laughs>
1: uh don't speak too soon <laughs> we shall find out uh, yeah ah, no, are
0: we done uh, we are pretty much done um i think there's just a couple of things we need to talk about mm-hmm. the most important at the moment i think without doubt
1: da,
0: da, da. is the sunnies the um Yay, the, sunnies, the sunnies the voting form is live uh and we I th- we've already had over a hundred people vote which is fantastic since thursday over a hundred people have already taken part um if you haven't been and voted on all your favourite things yet, you can find a link to the voting form uh, on Twitter. It's our pinned tweet. Um, it's in the show notes for, and I'll put it in the show notes for this week's show as well, but it's in the show notes for last week's mm-hmm. show. It's If it isn't already, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Matthew's already got the show notes up on the website, but there will also be a page for it on the website very soon. Matthew and I, uh, mostly Matthew, are already working on that. Um
1: <laughs> And oh, we, were having, we were playing a bit of catch up, weren't we, on on that. <laughs> I had some interesting messages on Facebook saying, hang on, this isn't this week's show. <laughs> um, because it seems that they were all kind of getting uploaded at once and possibly in the wrong order. So uh, apologies uh, well, if there's been any confusion recently.
0: Yeah, well, that's only Facebook. It's fine. Um, yeah. But yes, we would love you to get involved with this like I said over 100 people already um I had a quick look earlier because I was like I'm I'm not going to look at it I'm not going to know like no I absolutely I'm going to look and see how things are going <laughs> and it's so exciting I'm like oh my goodness there's some you know things are like, uh, there's some new contenders in certain categories I wasn't expecting some
1: surprises oh,
0: There are some surprises yeah there was some, oh there, yeah. so um but you know make your feelings count on this um we've got film of the year best new product online photography online analog photography resource um zine or self-published photo book of the year and of course the shoot film be nice award um mm-hmm. please if you've got i say five minutes that's all it takes it takes five minutes to do it um and we would really appreciate it we want to know we want to know who you think deserves to be put on the pillar mm-hmm. and admired by us all right
1: and it's and it's good for for the industry in general to know you know what this is our chance to your chance to have a a little vote on it you know and say yeah this is what's i've been enjoying using this year or um this is a product that's come out that's been brilliant or what have you so yeah awesome stuff
0: I did um, one of the, because um, I only had a very cursory glance, but one one response I did see to the um, shoot film, be nice. Uh, I can't remember the entire point, but it did finish with, um, I, I can't. so I can't vote for Rachel this year, so I don't know what to do. Can I vote for Rachel's dog? <laughs> so, oh, Marcy! I mean, Marcy's got one vote for the uh, <laughs> shoot film, be nice award. Well done, Marcy! A strong year for Marcy.
1: I will let her know she can have an extra treat. Before bed be,
0: tonight. You'll be delighted. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you've got until the, I think we said the 27th, I think. I think we said the 27th. Is that what you said? I okay. think that's what I said, yeah. the last It's the last Thursday in December anyway. So you've got some time okay. yet. But um, don't leave it because it there's so much stuff going on with Christmas. It'll get forgotten mm-hmm. about, and that'll be a sad thing. It'll be with the It would.
1: Yeah, it really would It'd be very sad <laughs> yes so please vote in the sunnies as graham says it's all over the internet <laughs> <Absolutely. coughs> excuse me sorry i'm just about to cough and uh i'm so sorry about that
0: rachel's mm. quietly dying in the corner that's all right the other thing we want to remind you about is that we're in the middle of a cheap shots challenge um Woo! Yep. so the, the photo walk on saturday i thought oh this is fantastic. We're going to Worcester, which is, you know, quite a nice-looking town in its mm-hmm. own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Christmas. There's going to be people there, decorations, etc., etc., etc. And et Christmas then...
1: market, things
0: like that. I exactly. Guess. And then Hamish takes us for a walk along a canal and then mm. through uh, an empty, dead um, industrial estate slash, oh. um, like, builders, retail merchants where there's nobody and mm. nothing. Um, it's kind of like... Picturesque. Glam- picturesque. And then to a canal. So... I saw literally nothing <laughs> to take Christmas photos of. I took my Olympus IS-1000 fugly with me. I loaded Aww. it up with... Especially. Um, yeah, I loaded it up with Lomo 800 film, ready to really get that Christmas colour and yeah. make the most of the light. And uh, not a single bauble was seen. <laughs> um I tried.
1: Somebody um, find some baubles for Graham, please. Yes, move them around really in seen front of my him. my baubles. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he's got his camera at the ready.
0: Selavy, <laughs> uh, Um I'll have to hunt. So I don't think there's going to be any shortage of Christmas stuff to find. So um, we haven't set a closing date for the um, cheap shots challenge yet, but assume mid-January because we want to give people yeah, plenty of time. Be after to
1: after Christmas. Yeah, it
0: will be. It seems mean to stop it. Before
1: Christmas. Yes. <laughs> 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 uh, it's festive themed, basically. So, uh, yeah, whatever whatever you might be doing over the festive holidays and, um, yeah, get, get your Cheap Shots Challenge cameras back out. And just a quick reminder, um, the idea is that you use the camera that you've already been using for previous rounds. So um hence, as you were mentioning, you have your uh, Olympus Fugly. You have to stick with that camera until it dies <laughs> um, and uh, use it for each of the different themes and rounds as we go. And uh, if you don't currently have a Cheap Shots Challenge camera, um, we're basically sort of saying 20, 30 pounds, uh, dollars, whatever, whatever is sort of, yeah, um, the equivalent of... Uh, for yourselves Um, yeah and the idea is really just to have some fun and show what we can do with these um, cheap cameras and that it's not all about the kit and we don't have to spend lots of money and we can still get some interesting images and fun things to talk about
0: absolutely and once you've been out there and you've shot your cheap roller film we just ask that you pick your two favorite pictures from the roll and email them into us at the moment we're saying we oh, I'm going to make a form I'm going to do that this week just what you just watch me listeners I already did one form <laughs> I'm going to do another form this week so there will be a form but if you're really ahead of the <laughs> I don't like your lack of faith there Rach. um uh, if either email them into us or hopefully go on the form but all we ask is two pictures your two favorite don't worry if they haven't come out great it's the taking part that matters even if they're a complete disaster which I was going to say 90% of mine have been, but 100% of mine have been messed up in some way. Um, Send them in. Keep the file size fairly small, about 2 meg max, because otherwise they become really unwieldy to use use through email. And in the title for the image, if you could put your name, the camera you use, and the film, oh my goodness, that would be so helpful for me. (laughs) Because otherwise I have to try and sort it all out and I'm not good at that. Um, And just email them in to us uh, with the um, subject line Cheap Shots Challenge. And um, then at some point during January, we'll find the most festive person we can to come on and judge them. And (laughs) and then we give a prize away. And you get that prize at some point within the next calendar year. (laughs) Because I'm bad at that. Um, (laughs) But we have a lot of fun doing the Cheap Shots Challenge. You do. Absolutely. As with everything, it's all about taking part. And although we do have winners with this and we do judge it, um, don't it, don't ever feel like, oh, this isn't good enough to send in. We want to see everything. Even if you've managed to spectacularly fail in your eyes, send it in because we want to see it. And we want to hear your stories. The stories yeah. are what makes it the most fun <laughs> hearing about people's it really adventures. It
1: Absolutely. And um, when you're emailing in, um, send it to sunny 16 podcast <laughs> at gmail.com.
0: Oh, yeah, that. I always <laughs> forget that. <laughs> um, That's all right. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that is one of the myriad reasons why you're here, Rach. Without you, it's just not quite the same. Matthew <laughs> does his best, but he doesn't have your magic sparkle.
1: Um, ah, bless. Oh, so, okay.
0: <clears throat> which leads us on, of course, talking about mm-hmm. magic sparkly people. Do you know who are the mm. magicist most sparkliest people, Rach? Elves? Well, elves, and I think these people might be elves. It is, of course, our fantastic coffee donors. The people who um, contribute towards the running cost of the shows and help us do what we're doing and just uh, make it all easier and make it possible for the three of us to get together next week, which I'm super looking forward to. And if it wasn't for our coffee donors we wouldn't be able to do that so no. you are quite literally making that happen so thank you so much to everybody who contributes um and how do we like yeah. to thank people for their contributions
1: yeah apparently we like to do well i say we that, that's not mostly really true you. <laughs> um mostly graham likes to decide that his elves he sends them out to um to discover some facts um, in inverted commas, um, about our lovely donors. So uh, every week we have to go through this rigmarole.
0: Um- <laughs> uh, we, we have got one person because we got a new yes. donor uh, this Ooh. week, um, and we we like to spare go. the new donors for, for at least one occasion. Um, so we want to say a huge thank you to Linus Odomat. Um, uh, now we had a look online because we always like to give people a shout out on their socials when they donate. Now, we did find there is a Linus Odoma um, on Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. And given that a lot of the pictures look very nice and snowy, it is very possible that this is the correct Linus. But please let us know, Linus, so we can confirm that it is the correct socials. Um, anyway, li- well, you can read the, the message that Linus <coughs> left for us, Rach.
1: Yeah, Linus wrote in to say, hi, I have just recently discovered the podcast, and right now I'm about thirty-five episodes in. That's Thank you very much for the interesting guests, so far the away. learning experience, and most of all, the banter. Much love from Switzerland! Yay! Thank you very 35. much.
0: Thirty-five. Wow. Uh, what was the first show you were on, Rach? I know we've had this conversation before. I can't remember I which one it was. Think, now, no,
1: I can't. I was. It must be. Must be later on than thirty-five. Was it like fifty? Fifty something. Fifty-three or something. I think.
0: I don't know, and there's there's literally no yeah. way of ever finding out. <laughs> so one <we'll> never know. <laughs>
1: it's one called the Three Amigos.
0: Oh no, that that wasn't your first one. The first that was
1: one, the first one as co-host. Oh. The first one as co-host. Oh, no, yep,
0: yeah, no. you've been on twice before oh. that.
1: Oh, that's true. Yes. Um, uh, the, the caravan of love? of love.
0: That was your first there show. Yeah.
1: About Rosie, oh, I, I um, I think like it him. was about, four, about 40, 45, something like that. So, oh, so Linus he's got me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's
0: got everything to look forward to. Oh, lucky, lucky man, wait, to, wait till he gets to where you are. <laughs> I really feel like I ought to look thank up and see what episode put on uh, it. It does not seem like it's worth the time, anyway. Rach, that was on, You know but, yes. but we have our recurring donors, which we like to Fabulous. especially thank for their ongoing fabulousness. Um, yes, now you look
1: with us doing this sorry yes
0: I don't, I don't know what you're talking about um we've been talking recently the hours have been doing research into what people wanted for Christmas but as we're mm-hmm. as they sort of into the new cycle now we're into December and I said look I'd love to know just a bit about because it's you know what What are these wonderful donors doing? What was their kind of Christmas stuff going on? Do they have any interesting traditions? Stuff like that. So so that's what the elves have been researching uh, this month. And they found some really fascinating stuff about some of our donors.
1: Ah,
0: So let's take it away. That was said with no conviction at all, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: My apologies, everybody. Um, Okay, Juliet Schwab.
0: Uh, Juliet leads her local carol singing groups There you go, that's a nice thing uh, That's it's, a nice thing It's a very alternative affair And as far as the elves can find out They're actually the first carol singing group To include not only extensive beatboxing But also a full techno do-what breakdown In their interpretation of Good King Wessler's Lus. I'm never sure how many Lusses go on in
1: <laughs> That sounds like great fun though Yes um, Martin Smith
0: Martin Smith has realised that the things that make for a really great Christmas tree are nice glass baubles and bright pretty lights. And these can both be accomplished by simply daisy-chaining a string of 100-watt bulbs and wrapping them round his Christmas tree with, and this is the important part, just loose enough wiring so that whenever the cat brushes past, it makes them flicker on enough and twinkle prettily. Um... He's so far electrocuted three cats and he's nearly burned his house down. So it's not a flawless pan, but you know, oh what is? Oh dear.
1: Um, Duncan Gammon.
0: Duncan Gammon loves to play. Duncan, as I mentioned, it was at the um, meetup on Saturday. Uh, he loves to play charades at Christmas. Charades, charades. Rach? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Charades or charades? Uh, I'd say charades, I think. Charades, okay. But-
0: uh, oh. um, nothing, no, no, I'm happy with that. I just wanted you to take the blame if I get it wrong. Um, but well, with a.
1: Think, I mean, it depends on which area of the country you're from and how you pronounce it. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right anyway. into
0: Rachel. Uh, <laughs> um, but with a distinctly analogue twist. He likes to make his guests guess which to film developer it is that he's acting out. His actions for Tetanol Ultrafin in particular are practically balletic.
1: I beg your pardon (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what that means and that worries me but anyway okay Um, Sam Christopher Cornwall.
0: Sam turns his nose up at turkey for Christmas dinner preferring instead to head out at the dead of night on Christmas Eve and hunt down one of the Queen's own swans from Windsor Castle
1: It's quite a trip, isn't it, from It is quite London. a trip from um, Scotland. Okay. He yeah, really um, wants
0: those swans right? And no <laughs> other swans but the Queen's own swans. Although I think they're I, all technically the Queen's own swans, but the ones I at Windsor so. are the only ones that she names.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Um Gibraltar. Bat finds Christmas crackers largely disappointing. Um
1: No.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fair. I, I'm not even sure whether Christmas crackers are a thing that Americans know about, but they're Largely disappointing, um, and so has been trying out new things that could go in them to make them yeah you know, more exciting. Jelly proved an instant failure. Uh, the delicate <laughs> glass sculpture shattered into a thousand pieces, uh, and and the hamster was tragically killed by the over enthusiastic no. blast he put in there.
1: I knew there was going to be some animal death <laughs> in this somewhere. There always seems to be every week. Seriously. Okay. Right. So far, we've, so
0: far we've got three cats and a hamster down. God. And a swan, right. technically. I
1: don't know what is going on with you. every week,
0: <laughs> We're going to have Peter in the RSPCA
1: No. Coming from the two vegetarians <laughs> as well. Right, OK. Um, Hilary Clark.
0: Hilary runs a rehab centre for reindeer who got addicted to alcohol during the Christmas run. <laughs> After the first 50 glasses or so of Christmas cheer left out for Santa, he's pickled, so it's left to the reindeer to drink the remaining millions. There's a reason Rudolph's nose was red.
1: See? You see where we're going with this? What? Alcoholic <laughs> okay. reindeer.
0: They might be alcoholic but they're not dead, although you know, I mean liver failure is a very yeah. serious condition.
1: Oh my goodness. Right, Slavic covers. <laughs>
0: Um, Slavik wanted to try the traditional British tradition that seems um, redundant the traditional British tradition of lighting a Christmas pudding on fire as he didn't have any brandy (laughs) or other suitable spirits he used lighter fluid which not only somewhat marred the flavour but it also ignited the banknotes he'd put in the cake as he was also a bit short on silver sixpences (laughs) Uh, Chris Mina Chris Mina has got so many Christmas sweaters that he's started to branch out into other Christmas gear. Um, He's got Christmas pants, Christmas socks, and his new favourite is Christmas dungarees, which you've got a big light-up Christmas tree on the front, and if you <laughs> pat him on the butt, it plays jingle bells. So if you See, Chris, out there, pat him on the butt yeah. and see if you hear jingle bells.
1: <laughs> they sound pretty good, but actually quite like that. I
0: like, could see you okay. in those, Rach. I could see you in some festive... <laughs>
1: I you know, I was really sad that I couldn't find my my uh, Christmas jumper the other day. I do not know where I've put it in the midst of the house renovations this year it's it's got put away somewhere and I can't find it no that's but we do have a, a Christmas tree up, never mind so that's yes,
0: okay. we have our Christmas tree up and Sinead did say to me she says, do you, "Should shall I dig out your Christmas jumper and I, and I said, no, hmm? it's awful. Oh. And I will never wear it again. <laughs> I think that's the point <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this one was okay. truly awful. Okay. It was yeah. It was it was bad. Thank you so much, thank you. everybody. You are fabulous. We love you, and that's why we yes. subject you to this. Doesn't seem yes, right, really, does we, it?
1: But still, no, it doesn't. <laughs> this is why I have this problem every week. Okay, fine. Um, but yes, thank you very, very, very much. Um, um, you've all been very, very good this year. Um, <laughs> you are <laughs> You're on the nice you're on the nice list.
0: Uh, ah, well, that does do us, rich, doesn't it? We got through
1: it. I think it does. We did. We did t- take two and uh, hopefully it's all OK. And don't, don't throw the file away. I'm not finish.
0: making any promises. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: ah. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing how your weekend went and all the um, gossip on the catch-up um, on this week's show on Thursday. And um, we also, as always, like to thank um, Schnauzer for uh, their song that we use on this show, which is back in paper, um, called Remortgaging the Nest of Hairs. So thank you very much to them. Um, that's uh, Duncan at Silver Pan Lab as well. So if you need any film processing before Christmas, get your uh, photos in, get them printed, and then you can gift them away to people. Um, you can always speak to Duncan over there. Um, so thanks very much for listening. And uh, is there anything else that we that I've missed before we, I have before we one go.
0: question for you, Rach, before mm-hmm. we go, cool. uh, which might be important. So we mentioned at the beginning of the show that you're doing some Christmas fairs uh, where you are selling your analogue adventurer kit. If yes. people want to buy one of your analogue adventurer kits, which they can do on your Etsy store, what oh, yeah. is? do you know what the last day they can do that buy to be sure of getting it for Christmas?
1: Oh, my gosh. Um, that is a good question. And I now need to look at the calendar <laughs> to double check. Uh, what day is Christmas this year? Uh,
0: it's
1: the 25th. It's, it's a Wednesday. <laughs> yes, I know that. Thank you. Oh, dear me. Um, it will be the 18th.
0: Yeah, I, I think, uh, yes, 18th, I think, for UK stuff, isn't it? And I think if you're out of the country, oh, then yes. 12th at the absolute latest yes, to stand any yes, chance. Absolutely. But, you know, we can't post or do what post is. I know I asked Paul a similar question because yeah. um, I think Paul and Analog I think they're going to be running right up to Christmas. There may be some people last making some last-minute orders.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what last posting dates are exactly. but um, But, yeah, I think for UK, it would probably have to be the 18th. But, yeah, earlier than that like you say probably the 12th for um abroad
0: yes yeah, yeah. awesome stuff. that <laughs> was the only thing Rich, really, sorry felt that's it was all important. right oh we and
1: um yeah no it is absolutely thank you very much for for reminding people and if people would like to find my etsy store it's little vintage photo co on etsy you should find me on there
0: splendid stuff um well then listeners um until thursday when we're back again you've all got plenty Mm -hmm. to do because you've all got the sunnies to go and vote for so go and do that um if Mm -hmm. that doesn't keep you fully occupied until thursday i'm really sorry (laughs) just (laughs) vote for one category a day that'll make it last actually i'm not sure we've got the cheap
1: shots challenge as well you've got the cheap shots
0: challenge exactly exactly um plenty to do yeah exactly
1: excellent well until then have a lovely week
0: Have a lovely week, everyone.